like I told you last week and the week before that, um, the Patreon page is definitely up now, you guys. If you want to go over there, it is uh, patreon.com um, backslash IJS um, underscore one seven. If you go over there, it's in the show notes. So you guys really don't have to write it down, but I would really appreciate if you guys would go over there. I am trying to, um, I'm trying to, um, save up the money to buy the equipment for better editing for the, um, podcast as well as the YouTube channel. I am also trying to go to two podcast, um, meetups and or conventions this year and that costs money, you guys. And so <laughs> I would literally love the, um, the donations. Now, if you go over to the Patreon page, there are three ways that you can donate. One is by um, hitting one of the two tiers that I have already. It's a the first tier is a two dollar a month shout out tier where I will um, shout out your name and thank you on the podcast for um, donating. It's two dollars a month, guys. I'm, that's all I'm asking for is two dollars a month, which comes out to like twenty four dollars a year. So. Um, you guys can go to the Patreon page and you can do that for the first tier. The second tier, however, is a little bit more, which is just um, $5 a month, which is um, $60 a year. Um, just takes out $5 a month. I don't get any of your credit card information. All of that stuff is secured and um, you will greatly be helping me to, you know, reach my goal of, you know, doing the the, the extra things I want to do. Now, the, with the five dollar tier, you all you get this the shout out, but you also get extra episodes of the podcast. That's where you'll find the recaps to the shows that I'm watching, um, the Ionlas and the Insecures. And also there's a great thing this month because I went to this wonderful leadership training that I that I get um twice a twice a year through a group that I belong to. And um what we discussed this time was just understanding, you know, that one, there are always issues going on around us. And sometimes we're not aware that the issues going on around us actually in, include us and we don't even know it. And so it was talking about when you're in relationship with people, how you can diagnose, treat and heal um, from the issues that may be going on in your life personally or um, with other people. And so I will be, I was able to record some of it. So there's actual training. You guys will be getting a little piece of the training as well as me, um, you know, uh, giving my commentary on what I learned from that situation and, you know, just my belief system, um, well, not my belief system, but my understanding of what I learned. So that will happen every month. Now the leadership training will not happen every month, but the extra episodes of the podcast will happen every month for those people who want to pay the $5 tier. Now there's also another way that you can do it. And that is that you can, 
um, make your own donation price if you want to do something that way where you're just doing a one-time donation or you would like to you know, do any other amount of money that you'd like to give every month, and you're able to do that as well. Again, that's over at the Patreon page, guys. And the Patreon page again is p a t r e i o n dot com backslash i j s underscore one seven. Uh, again, that's in the show notes, but I'm looking forward to um, talking to you guys and shouting you guys out on the um, podcast when you become patrons of the page. Hey guys, welcome to the Just Dan Podcast with your girl, me, Danny. And you're here, and I am pleased, because child, I really dig your company. So, let's have a conversation and see what the internet's then brought us this week. So, I know y'all ready for me to talk about my weekend, but let me just tell you. It was disappointing, because... um. I thought on Saturday I was going to go to some rehearsals that I used to go to before the hospital stay. And um, because I wasn't, because I'm still like recovering uh, and, and like you wouldn't think it would take this long to have to recover from something. But like, seriously, y'all, there's days when I'm like, I have been dragging. So, um, you know, I thought I was going to go to this rehearsal, but um, I guess my medicine and I have not been the best of friends. So I've been like last week I was up like all night. Like I just wasn't sleeping for a couple of days. And so by the time I would fall asleep, it would be like 6.45 a.m. But my rehearsal was at nine and I wasn't making that. So I slept right through. And so then I was supposed to go to another rehearsal that started at like 1, one thirty. Well, I guess, it, well, yeah, I think it starts somewhere between 1 and one thirty. There's other factors, so you never really know exactly what time it's going to start, but somewhere between 1 and one thirty. okay? And um, I had lent my car to one of my older children, and, you know, 20-year-olds on their own time. So by the time they got back to me and then I got to rehearsal, there was only like 25 minutes left. So... I missed that too. Then I spent the rest of my Saturday with my grandson. And, um, he, you know, you got to have a lot of energy to spend time with a baby. But we made it through and it was a fine day. He makes me smile so much. And so, you know, that gave me a little bit more energy and the two of us was chilling, you know, he was eating a lot of freezy pops and all of that. Um, so that was my set of, oh, and I definitely watched Ayala. You know, you got to go on over to the Patreon if you want to, um, hear the recap, but I did watch it. Then Sunday, I was looking forward to Sunday all week because a couple of people had decided we was going to go to the wave pool on Sunday. And so I was like, you know, ready. So I got myself up. I went to church, which I hadn't done in a couple of weeks. So I was like, let me slide on down here to church. So I went to church. 
I was almost on time. <laughs> and uh, I stayed for the whole service. And then I was like, you know, let me get myself home because my mama needed to go to the store. And I was like, let me get her in and out so that I could, you know, go swimming. I wanted to go swimming so bad. And we were going to the wave pool. So I was like, yes, I'm about to go swimming at the wave pool. Child, when I came out of the store, it was raining. And then it rained all day. And then it rained like for two more days so like i wasn't able to go to the pool i think today because yeah today was a non rain day because yesterday child um it rained so hard that my street flooded and i had to move my car to another street because we park on the street here and um I wasn't trying to have my see my look out my window and see my car floating. So I had to have my car moved around the block. I know it's like crazy because I was like, I had so much. Well, not I didn't have so much stuff I wanted to do, but I definitely wanted to get to that pool and I couldn't even go. So now I got to wait a whole week because, you know, everybody at work and <laughs> when they come home from work, it's late. The pool about to close and. So I got to wait a whole nother week to try to get to the wave pool. It's almost the end. Well, it is the end of July. And I ain't been to the wave pool yet. Can y'all believe it? Well, I hope y'all had a better weekend than I did. And I hope the rain didn't destroy most of your weekend. Because it surely sat me on down in the house all weekend. Watching reruns and stuff on uh, Netflix and Hulu. Hmm, sound like interesting but I did get a lot of writing done um I also got done like my intro video for uh, you know Instagram I hope you guys are checking out my Instagram page and so that I was productive but I wanted to be like what is it called and fun and free and playful and I wasn't none of that stuff so, shout out to next weekend. Alright, I'm about to ruin this for a bunch of people because I was going to say this somewhere else, but I really ain't got nowhere else to say it. And I want to say it. So, I went to go see The Lion King. Oh, that's what I did this weekend. Friday. That was Friday. I forgot. So, okay, let's get into it. I went to go see The Lion King because they had Donald Glover, who I really, really like, and Beyonce, you know, you got to go see Beyonce, in The Lion King. I was, when the original came out in 94, I was 16 years old, I felt like I was younger than that but I'm just like uh 16 child okay whatever it was still kicking because I loved the Lion King when it came out so I was like okay I was not I never saw any clips like trailers or any of that I was like I don't want to see nothing just let me see it in theaters so that's what I did I went to the movies and the group that I went with insisted on going to 3D even though I was like I really don't think this movie needs to be seen in 3D but they wanted to have an experience so we went to the 3D showing of The Lion King when I tell you 
that I was like 10 minutes in and I was done with the whole movie. Like I was done with the whole movie because it's a lot of CGI animals, but animals don't have facial expressions like people do. Like you ain't gonna get a warthog with the shocked, scared face. You know what I'm saying? Like he just running or whatever. So there were no emotions on these animals. It just, for me, it felt like I was watching like a National Geographic show and it had a lot of celebrity voiceovers and I just wasn't pleased. Now, I'm sorry for anybody who loved it. I don't even know. And and I'm sorry, again, for anybody that I spoiled it for. But, like, you already know the story. It's not like I'm telling you the story and you like, what? The, the, what? Mufasa dies? Like, we know the story. So, but it just wasn't, it wasn't uh, wildlife enough for me. And it wasn't cartoonish enough like it wasn't animated enough for me and I know it wasn't cartoon I know it wasn't a cartoon but it just like it didn't hit enough on either end for me and they took out some of the songs they threw in Beyonce's song in the weirdest place and they just like looped it like they just looped the segment of it like wrong the editing of that was horrible and so I just was like, nah, dog. So, like, if you want to know my opinion, I give that movie two thumbs down. Like, I would not recommend anybody to see it. I'm sorry to Disney and to uh, Beyonce. I didn't feel like I needed the extra Nala lines. Like, it just, nah, I wasn't with it. And I understand that Disney got to do this kind of stuff for the intellectual property. But I'm hoping that the daggone Little Mermaid is better. Because this right here, no. And are they, like, that's live action too? Because, like, a lot of that's in the water. So I'm just trying to figure out what they going to do. But, you know... I think for me so far, my favorite remake with the live action was, what's the one with Will Smith? I can't think of it now, but that's my favorite one with the Jasmine and the Prince Hakeem or whatever his name is. That one was my favorite one. Um, I didn't see Dumbo. And I didn't, I saw parts of the Jungle Book. I heard the Jungle Book one was pretty decent though. So I guess so, but nah, I wasn't with it. I wasn't with the lead hyena changed, like the way they changed it. I wasn't with that. I, I just wasn't with a lot of it. And I'm like, I'm sad, but I mean, y'all check it out if you want to. You know, I went because I'm rooting for everybody black and, you know, I just, it was a long geographic show. I, I felt like I was at the planetarium. Like when you go to the science center and you go to the planetarium and they have like this show about penguins, uh, 
lions or you know the Sahara or something I felt like I was watching that like that's what I felt like and I felt like I, that's not what I wanted to see I just did I, I couldn't rock with none of the, the songs they were different enough that I couldn't sing along I don't know if y'all feel a different way or want to convince me of why this movie was better than I believe it is hit me up in the in the uh, DMs or send me an email cause Right now, I'm just on all dog. So I was trying to think of what we would talk about today because, again, I spent most of my week trying to recover. So, like, I've been out here on these internet streets and I was like... There's been the same message coming to me. Now, I don't know what your streets look like, but the streets I've been walking on Instagram and on Facebook and even a little bit on Twitter was a lot of encouragement of people stepping outside of their box, okay? And when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, no, like you're supposed to build your box or whatever. And then I was like... No, like this is a real thing. Like being inside of your comfort zone, you know, you can do some things. Like even me, like let's take me for example. Let's just talk about me because you don't ever want to talk about nobody else. Uh, I do this podcast and it's it's not as complicated. It isn't very easy, but it's not as complicated as um, it could be most of the time now leading up to me not feeling well and these last couple of episodes have not been as easy because walking these internet streets ain't been <laughs> it's not been as easy to do when you tired you know what I mean and when you like when you gotta get your energy together but it still has kept me in my comfort zone because listen I, y'all don't know what I look like I could well I don't know. I think I may have posted a, a picture or two. But like for the most part, like you don't like you don't see me on a daily or on a weekly. So it's like I could just be laying in my bed doing this if you know it because nobody sees me. That's what could be happening. You understand what I'm saying? I could be real comfortable in my zone and just be like chill out and whatever. So I was like I realized even though I knew this and we all know this, like whatever you want to do and whoever you want to be like the, the other person, not your nine to five person, but like your other person, your dreams and your hopes type person, like that nobody is going to discover you chilling it, you know, on your bed, making a podcast. <laughs> like nobody's going to do that. And so it's like, you gotta, I got, I have to get out of, I'm saying you, but like you and me, we need to get out of our comfort zone to get to the next level. And I know everybody has heard that. Like for the most part, we hear that all the time. Like if you're going to get in your comfort zone, da, 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 you gotta step out of it, but you really do. And when I, when I thought about it today, it just put me in a different place. Um... 
I saw a post on Angela Simmons page. That's Rev Rev Run Run DMC um, from his his daughter, and it just said you can never expect to succeed if you only put in work on the days you feel like it. And let me tell y'all something. I know that that sounds like one of those things where it's like, yeah, we all know that. But I was just like, no, nah. because I know there's some days when. I just don't feel like it. Like, I literally say to myself, like, I should be making a video right now, but I just don't feel like it. But that's when I needed to push. And before today, I was not doing that. Like, I was not giving my extra. And the only time that I could tell you that I would be, like, going extra hard is, like, when there was overtime at work. Because that meant extra money for me. But for real, I was making way more money for my company. Because if they could afford to pay me the extra, that means that they making way more <laughs> extra off me than they giving to me. You understand what I'm saying? And so, I need it. I realize I have to go harder for me. So on the don't feel like it days, I got to feel like it anyway. And that's that's the push that all the celebrities, all of your Instagram comedians, all of the people that you looking at on the internet, you're seeing them because they are doing it even when they don't feel like it. And one of the things that seems to be happening also while I'm walking these internet streets is me looking and listening to celebrities explaining like sometimes I don't even feel like it like sometimes I don't feel like walking through the airport looking at you know fans and being nice and all that stuff but I have to because it's part of the job and if we think back to even like when Monique the comedian was going through all of her you know Netflix's discriminating against me campaign it was a lot of her you know talking about when she was blackballed and she was saying that she didn't feel like you know going and traveling and promoting the movie uh precious but that's why that's part of why she got blackballed because she didn't push when she just because she didn't feel like it and that's fine you could decide to not feel like it but you ain't going to get to the next phase that's a very good example for me of a person who I've seen just decide like I just didn't feel like it and now being upset because you don't get the next steps but you didn't push boo and you sometimes you just have to and so like for myself I was looking on the internet all week like no you got to do more and so I know it might sound small but for me it was if you want to get this book done you got to write even longer than before like I ain't gonna lie to y'all there are some days when I'll be like, I don't feel like putting words to paper. I just don't feel like doing, like, I ain't lying. Let me not, let me not lie to y'all. Ain't no paper. I'm typing that stuff up. But, like, I didn't feel like it. And I, and it just was like, why not? Like, do you want to publish something? And I'm like, I guess. And so, whatever your thing is, whatever your dream is, is like, do you really want to do it? Because if you do... Yeah, you tired, but you still got to do this thing because if not, you're not going to get to another place. Plus, it's not going to, you're not going to have the stamina to, like, work once you get to a place. Like, let's just say that 
my book takes off or let's just say that I'm able to do some speaking engagements so that you people can see me in person right if I don't feel like it if I'm just like I don't feel like getting there y'all gonna miss me I'm gonna miss the bag like and the message that should be given would be missed because I'm just on a I don't feel like it like what is that about like then that means you really don't want what you say you want and I'm just trying to encourage somebody who's listening to this that like there's a thing you want to do and every day or even like twice a week you thinking about it and you just kind of like, I don't feel like it because it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. Anybody who does anything, it's a lot of work. The, at this point, for me, the easiest thing is get up and go to work, right? Because you know the routine. And I'm not saying everybody's job is easy or you love it or whatever. What I'm saying is you already know the routine. You already know what you're going to, like, what the office look is so you know what you're gonna wear you already you know know your travel time you know exactly how long you need to be there you know exactly what your you know expectations of your job are you know those things you know the people who you gotta work with you already know who's gonna be there like you know for the most part you like you know it you may not know exactly who's on shift with you but like you still kind of know the people to expect may be there, right? Like that, you know, like even your commute, like you know your commute. If you usually in traffic, you kind of make time for that and figure out like what songs you're going to listen to or who you're going to talk to, but all those kind of things, you know. But when you got to step out and do something different, you don't. Because like when I first said that I wasn't going to work at my job no more, when I was at my job talking to my coworkers and I was just like, I think I'm going to not do this anymore. People was like, what you going to do? And I was like, eh, I'm going to write my book. I'm going to do like, I don't know, Uber. I'm going like whatever, right? And it, people was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> people was just like, I'm not. I don't understand. I don't feel. But then I got home, and I ain't going to lie. Like, there was the first, like, three or four days I wasn't writing. And then people was like, my friends were like, well, you know, you first got to come down from your job, whatever. I got to, like, the fourth day, and one of my friends was like, no, nah, dog. Like, when are you going to write something? And I was like, no, seriously. I need to, like, get on the right thing. So, you have to, like, now make your own schedule. Like, how long are you going to be doing this thing? How long are you, you know, how long are you going to be writing? If, if And that's just for, like, anybody else who wants to write. Like, you have to schedule that. You have to decide, are you going to do that? Like, am I going to sit in my room and write? Am I going to go to my dining room and write? Am I going to use my office to write? Am I going to go to the library? Do I want to sit at Starbucks? What inspires me? Maybe I want to sit at the park. Whatever keeps you focused. You have to make those decisions. Nobody can decide that for you. Then you have to decide, well, how long am I going to write? Is this going to be a two-hour day? Is it going to be a four-hour day? Am I going, can I sit for six hours and write? Like, can, do I have that much thought in my head? And then what happens when I stop thinking? What do I do? Because there have been points when I would be on the flow. Like, typing. Insert 
in your head uh kermit that kermit meme when he just like that kermit uh gif when he just like typing over and over like mad typing like i was going like that like and and a word words 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 right and then literally i was like mid-sentence i looked away from uh the computer and then i looked back and i was just like i have no idea what i'm trying to say so like when that happens what do you do you know and then i got sick so it was like a bump in the whole road because i was in the hospital for like eight days when i was in the hospital i promise you i wasn't writing nothing <laughs> but in the hospital i still needed to figure out like what's the takeaway like what am i learning like am i figuring out anything like you still have to have thought and so you know it coming out of your comfort zone isn't it ain't comfortable like coming out your comfort zone ain't comfortable that's the whole point but you can create a new comfort zone right like you can create a new zone for yourself and then you know once you get comfortable in there for real you got to jump up out of that thing too but like as a creative person and i have like a lot of creative friends you have to be willing to like give yourself to people and that is not comfortable right and so i was watching on youtube not on youtube on netflix there's this show called comedians in cars getting coffee okay and it's a it's just jerry seinfeld interviewing a bunch of different comedians but one of the comedians and i don't re remember which was talking about how you know like being a comedian is people love comedians because they're willing to stand on stage and let go of their dignity and their privacy and to to make us laugh right and so I was just like, like they, they're willing to be as vulnerable as possible to try to make us laugh. And I just was like, yes, I am, I want to become more, I want to let go of, I want to cut, I guess I want to become more vulnerable or put myself in a more vulnerable position to get my message across to people about, you know, like, finding yourself and and being better about yourself and treating yourself better and like you know finding out better about your relationships and whatnot and having conversations with people about just being better right but i have to be willing to be more vulnerable and more exposed to get to where I am because I've been chilling at my house for years you know like going and doing my regular stuff I've been doing that for a long time so now is the time when I have to realize you can't you can't just stay here like I can't just stay here like I need to show you guys more or give you guys more or research harder or work better. And I think that 
or at least I'm hoping that I'm encouraging somebody else to understand that, yes, you are doing what you are doing. But it's just, you just need to push like over the fence a little bit more. Because some of what is happening is like it's happening in your backyard. And like so nobody can see you. And so you need to come out on the sidewalk (laughs) so that people can see what you got, you know. And it was one of those things that helped me also to think about this is I have a cousin who... She she got a whole bunch of kids. Like, I thought I had a lot of kids, but she got more kids than me. Like, my family, we pop out babies, okay? So, she could have just been the woman with a bunch of kids, you know? Like, she could have, and then that would be chill. But then she decided one day, like, I'm just gonna... And we... Understand, we, like, grew up in the hood, And then one day she decided, like, I want to, like, learn about herbs and healing and all of that. And coming from where we come from, that's not a regular thing. But she decided she was going to do it. And not only did she learn about them, she learned how to, like, make all of these, like, teas, natural, like, products. And then she started selling them. She could have decided that she just wanted to learn about it for herself but she stepped out and decided she's gonna sell them so because she needed to sell them and a lot of the people who she has been friends with aren't into what she's trying to sell she's been using her whole social media to like educate people on her products and so it's real cool because the company because the 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 company that she's trying to start and you know trying to get people to understand is trying to get people who grew up like we did like people from the hood people who still you know aren't that familiar with more holistic things she's trying to educate them so that they can become her customers and not like you really got to step out to do something like that like you can't do that and then also let's just think about actors like anybody who is an actor that you love has put on a great performance but they got to go home and be regular people so you got to be willing to step out of your comfort zone of whoever you are when you at your house to become i don't know denzel isn't Denzel at his house ain't Denzel in the equalizer you know um like you have to be able to put on and come out and you know be like a they gotta be like a killer or a detective or a doctor that's saving lives like mad crazy and then come home and just be chilling like you want me to take this garbage out because even though I don't believe that Denzel Washington is taking out his own garbage, but like you know, like you had to, he had to be somewhere before he's where he is right now, where he did have to take out the garbage. But he, you know, is an actor. You got to step outside your box. And so I just want to encourage anybody to like look and find out where where your box ends. Like where's your line today? Because for me, my line would just kind of be like, I'm gonna record the podcast i'll throw up some 
things on Instagram. I'll even use my voice on Instagram. But like that was my line. My line literally was I'll use my voice on Instagram so people can, you know, hear me because they already hear me. I'm on the podcast. This is where the line stopped. But now I got to jump over that line because if I want to do more, I got to let people see me so people would know like, oh, that's my girl right there. And I think of so much more stuff seriously that I could be saying during the week and I try to save it for the podcast. But then it's like I can't talk about all the stuff in one episode you know what I mean because then it's just like a jumble of things and I don't got time for that so like I need you to you guys to know what the message is this week so I have to do that but we want to make sure that we know what the line is and then we know then you have to figure out like what to do to get past it and there's so many examples out there if you walk them in the streets like i do i promise you there's so many examples like whatever instead of following like a thousand people who are messy or talking about some raggedy stuff you should follow people who are in the business of whatever it is that you would like to do. You know, because then you can see what other people are doing that you may not have thought of, you know, to push you. Because if what you want to do is you want to open a bakery, but you haven't tried to, like, do some extra decorating you should be following people who do decorating so you could be like oh dang I didn't even think they could do that kind of stuff you know and then people will start posting up like expos and classes and all that kind of stuff you know and then you can see that or if you want to dance you should be following people who dance in whatever age group you're in because trust me they're there i follow a lot of plus size girls dancing and i'm always looking at them like child i love it i love to dance so i follow a lot of those girls you gotta do what you have to start investing in yourself even on social media like let your social media speak to you about the things that you really want to do not about just watching other people doing what they really want to do because like there's a girl pretty v i don't know if you all are familiar with her but she was doing a lot of you know comedy it has led her to so many places and doing so many things that i think now she even on tv now i wouldn't watch the show but but it took her to more places you understand we just got to keep on investing in ourselves. And that that even surprisingly even means your social media should be speaking to whatever it is that you want to, uh, you know, achieve, wherever you want to go. Child, I don't know. I know for me, I'm about to step out there and do more. My, my best friend, Vaughn, he calls me like every three days and it's like this is what you need to do you ain't doing it but you need to and I'd be like I know I'm gonna do it tomorrow and then I don't do it so 
<laughs> I'm challenging myself. I'm challenging you. Let's challenge yourself. Let's just try to change the game because there's so much out here. I mean, like, if you go to a grocery store, it's 75 different brands of bread, but they all selling. That's why they sell on the on the thing. So you may think that you, you jumping into whatever game you want to get into, it may not be that important because people are already doing it, but they ain't going to do it the way you would do it. And so that's what you got to figure out. And... It might not work, but you'll never know unless you start to do it. So let's get out there and start finding out, stepping over our own daggone line. We didn't hit another podcast. Make sure you uh, check your lines for the box and get ready to step on out of them things. This summer, we stepping out of boxes, boo. Uh, also... If I ruin Lion King for you, I'm sorry, but go ahead and check it out if you, you know, looking for something to do. I just heard about a movie called The Last Man, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I'm going to be checking that out uh, sometime this week. And also, you know, pray for R. Kelly. Everybody need prayer. Don't forget to check me out on that social media because I'm out there. I'm heavy on that Instagram and because I'm coming out that box, I'll be on Twitter more too. And uh, so check that out. Don't forget that Patreon because I'm over there talking about that Ayanla. And don't forget, you don't got to take nothing I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying. <laughs>